You can do everything from home, listen to the Weekend Legends catch-up podcast and get drinks for the big game. Order now and have them at your door before the final siren. Dan Murphy's delivery in two hours. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning, it's great to be with you. My name is Chris Gale. Wins in the NRL so far for the Eels, the Storm and the Rabbitohs, three teams I dislike intensely. <laughs> now, Andrew Rose, my yes. Tigers tomorrow, 2pm, Leichhardt Oval, seeking to make the semi-finals for the first time since 2011. Are you with me or are you standing with Gal? Oh, mate, I'm 100% with you and your Tigers, boys. It's hard not to be romantic about footy, right, guys? I mean, it's one of the last games of the year and it's going to come down to that sold-out Leichhardt. It's going to be footy, footy tomorrow. I can't wait. Let's hope Robbie plays and it's not his last stand yeah. on one leg. Now, we are going to go round the grounds and preview the rest of the games in uh, NRL Round 25 for Paddy's Markets. Also, we're going to talk to Saturday, Saturday NRL show great Emma Lawrence about uh, all things about the pressure of professional sport. Yeah, but I think she's got a unique perspective. But yeah. up next, relocation is in the news again with a bigger push for to include that second Brisbane team. We want to know what you think next. Which team should stay? Which team should go? It's the Weekend Legends on Sydney's Triple M. It's a show on the weekend, and these guys are legends. So naming the show was a no-brainer. Triple M's Ghost Mutt. And I mean, sorry, what is it? Weekend Legends. It is the Weekend Legends on Triple M with Chris and Rose. And as the talk heats up again about relocation, we as fans find ourselves in the middle, either supporting the move or having an opinion on it. Guys, where do we start? It's a tough one, Lachlan. It's a perennial debate. It's around creation of new clubs, extinction of others, and the dreaded relocation rows. Mm, I, look, we talk about this a lot on the weekend, Legends, about clubs and coming and going and moving to other spots. But I don't know about you, Chris, but I can feel it in my bones. This feels more real than maybe the last couple of years we've talked about this. Okay. I'm not so sure. Oh, so course. just to try and set the scene, there's been a lot of debate this week about who runs the game because this came off the back of Channel 9 indicating that they want a second team in Brisbane, well, right? Um, is that like the, what is the meaning of life? Like <laughs> do we don't actually know who runs the game. And there is a consortium called the Brisbane Bombers. Oh, I hate the word consortium. That has been put together. It <laughs> sounds like an evil genius it does, type situation, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't yeah. It? Uh, who want to be in the NRL in 2023. If you go back the best part of 20 years, they used to talk about the possibility of the Sydney Bombers, which was a merger, believe it or not, between Easts and Souths and Balmain. I mean, that's like my worst nightmare. That is a nightmare. So the candidates, and by the way, people who have waded into this debate about that the NRL runs the game, the likes of the Prime Minister ScoMo, (laughs) the Premier Gladys Berejiklian, (laughs) and someone even more important than that, Bozo Fulton. (laughs) I mean... There is a fun coffee meeting with those three. The Sydney clubs that perennially are put up are Cronulla, yep. Manly, and the Tigers. Mm-hmm. And some of the pundits have thrown in the Titans and the Warriors. And in both cases, why wouldn't you? <laughs> the favourite areas for relocation, Brisbane, yeah. Redcliffe, Perth, a second team in New Zealand. So they've got a game in New Zealand every week. Yeah, that would be cool to have uh, you know games every weekend in New Zealand. But... It- I mean, you can't deny the power that Queensland Rugby League is. I feel like they need another team. Okay, now you think it's going to happen? I feel like it's more than I have in the last couple of years of doing this show with you. I feel like it's going to happen. I okay. feel like we're going to we see it soon. Okay, here's why you're wrong. <laughs> 
the situation with all the 16 existing licensees which are about to have their agreements renewed is they have what's called a perpetual license. Okay. So they are guaranteed that they will not be relocated huh. or kicked out of the competition if they meet their financial commitments. You that's still a, with me? That's a terrible clause. Right. <laughs> and right, day of the, right now the media deal, which is 13 million bucks per season per team, means that they have to really mismanage their football operations to go out the back door. Okay, so my question is, which team in rugby league is in that position? Which team is... You know, out, does every team have that agreement in their contract? That's right. Every team? Yeah. Even the Titans? So Yes, so even the Titans. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so if the money comes in, and the big weakness in all this argument is what if the media money dries up? Right. You know, because... You well, know, that won't happen. <laughs> well, there, there is the argument that it's diffracted audiences, people yeah. consuming games on their phones, sure. they won't pay as much for it. Okay. But just news overnight that Network 10 is probably going to throw its hat in the ring. <gasps> And the new media rights deal might be brought forward. I mean, it's 2022, but the negotiations might start. So there seems to be a bit of coin still in there. I'm all, I'm all for it. As long as they don't touch my survivor time, then I'm fine with it. And here's why it won't happen. Because I lived through the 1999 South being kicked out. Right. Which I fully supported. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that, that was the big... That was such a huge part of rugby league in the late 90s where the Rabbits left and the protests, the people out on the street watching the, the Rabbits back in a game. We had 80,000 people just marching up the road from Triple M for the right to South to play in front of 10,000 people at ANZ Stadium. <laughs> the NRL will not let it happen. I think all the Sydney clubs are safe, but we're yeah. interested in what you might have to think about this. Yeah, we want to know what you think. What team in rugby league would you move or, or cut the head off of and where would you take the one triple three five three? Chris doesn't think it's going to happen. Rose does. So we want to know your thoughts on relocation. Call us, as Rose said, one triple three five three. It's Weekend Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Kicking you right in the weekend. Oh. Triple M's Weekend Legends. It is the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose on Triple M. And relocation is all the talk. And we've got some callers, guys. That's correct, Lachlan. We put the call out uh, just before that great song about what team would you like to see taken from rugby league and moved somewhere else. It's a conversation we never get sick of having, Chris. And uh, let's go straight into Louis from Rockdale. Louis, you there, mate? I am. Oh, Rockdale. I love it. Grew up in Hurstville. It's, it's my hood. Louis, uh, what team would you like to see moved from rugby league? The Roosters, mate. I think it's a clear choice. <laughs> Why the Roosters? Well, you know, I think if you look at it, has to be a Sydney team that's going to be moved because um, of the concentration of Sydney teams. And I, I think if you look at the Roosters, uh, you know, they, they're getting low attendance to their games um, and uh, they don't have the same financial pull uh, as, mm. say, the Penrith Panthers or, or even, the, you know, a Bulldog that's got a really strong league club behind them. So I'd move them to Tasmania. Oh, Tassie. What do you reckon, Chris? Well... Uh, I love it in principle, Louis. I mean, I uh, hold a season ticket to the Roosters and you can catch a chill out there <laughs> watching them. But unfortunately, you've got to recognize the power structures in the game. So we've talked about it before. ScoMo is trumped by Gladys, who's trumped by Bobby Fulton. But there's an even greater power in the game. And Louis needs to be put into a witness relocation <laughs> protection program because Nick Politis will not stand for it. Wow. Play the, play the mafia music. Thank you, Louis. Appreciate your opinion. Let's go to Mark from Botany. Mark, what team do you want to see moved from rugby league? Oh, I think it's got to be the Cronulla Sharks. <laughs> Why the Sharkies, Mark? Uh, mate, the lowest membership in the in the country year mm. on year. Yeah. Um, you know, barely make ten thousand each year. Um, so just the supporter base down there is not strong enough. Well, and they built their stadium on a swamp, Chris. I mean, yeah. what are you doing? And they've just closed it, so it's the perfect time to put up the yeah. shutters, I think. Uh, if you look at the statistics, there's only about over a quarter of a million people living in the Shire. Mm. 
There are 750,000 people living in Manly's catchment area. Yeah, but a quarter million of the people living in the Shire never leave the Shire, Chris. That's and and <laughs> True. But there are 5 million people living in the West Tigers catchment area, so we're safe. Uh, Mark, are you with me that they should become the Perth Sharks? Um, I'm not 100% sure about that. I think they might have to merge with the Dragons and have like a super Southern Sydney team. The Drag Sharks. Uh, That's political crazy. history. You, you just annex... Countries, you annex areas. I like it, Mark. I like your opinion. Um, mate, what do you reckon? Is, is Mark our winner, Lachlan? Yep. We'll give it to Mark. Thank you, Mark, for Good your call. Good on you, Mark. We'll, uh, we'll send you off to Robert Whittaker, up close and personal, December oh. 1 at the Enmore Theatre. Tickets on sale, robertwhittaker.com. It sounds like, from all the callers that we banked up that we couldn't get to, it sounds like a Sydney team's going to be moved. A lot of people have an opinion and they want it to be a Sydney team. I tell you, that Robbie Whittaker uh, meet and greet, he's been in the studio, a friend of the show. He's a great guy. That's worth a look. His fight at Marvel Stadium oh. in Grand Final Day is going to be incredible. By the way, it will never happen. <laughs> up next, we'll get Emma Lawrence in the studio to not only preview the rest of the round, but we're going to ask her the question about pressure of playing professional sport. Mm. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. On the weekend, there are two types of people. Those that listen to Triple M and those that don't. These are their stories. What? Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Kristen Rose and we've got Emma Lawrence in the studio. Good morning, Emma. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me. Emma, it's a thrill. You, of course, do the Saturday NRL show at 12 noon, which is a good relax for everybody. They get real perspectives after they have to listen to us blather on. Yeah, no, well, we'll have to put up with the other lunatics there. So, (laughs) Well, to us, it's like... That's that's a tough couple of hours. To us, it's like four real professionals walk in the room. (laughs) Now, we want to go around the grounds for Paddy's Marcus, but before we do, there was an article written by Paul Kent in the Daily Telegraph this morning about the Barb Smith ring controversy. Cameron Smith said this, the typical Northern conspiracy media, it's personal criticism, dragging family members into it is a low form of journalism. You have a pretty unique perspective on these things. Hmm. You're, you're a journalist for Network 10 and you do the show here, comic turn on the professor's late hit. You're a family member of an NRL player. Where are the lines drawn in that issue? I don't know if there's a definite line. There are always gray areas, but I agree with Kenty in the sense that Cameron Smith, I think, and I think he knows that he was probably trying to, you know, play the game just as as best Cameron Smith does. He knows what he's doing. Yep. But the the thing is, people weren't personally attacking Barb ever. No. They no. were attacking the NRL. Yep. That's what the fans and the media were saying, that the NRL should not have given her that ring. So uh, a, a simple, you know, it was... Todd Greenberg's decision, or it was the NRL's decision, it had nothing to do with me. That would have been sufficient yep. uh, to say that it's uh, low journalism and don't bring family members into it. The thing is, if you are the highest profile player in our game, yep. you've broken every record, possibly the best player to have ever played the game, you're going to be heavily scrutinised on the field, off the field, everything around you, you know, probably even he escapes it because he probably doesn't get snapped walking for a coffee because he's in Melbourne and, mm. and the AFL don't, <laughs> Coffee's terrible in Melbourne. don't care as much, coffee. you know, but yeah. here he'd be in the spotlight even more. But the th- I know it's hard. It is hard to have your family dragged into it. It would yeah. have been an awful period for his family seeing her across the front pages of the paper, but it's part of it. And, it was never a personal attack on Barb. Yeah, I, I think it, we we kind of have a weird experience here as the Weekend Legends because yeah. you know we never played the game. We're not uh, related to anyone in the game. We're purely fans, right? And we see that uh, certain like players and just rugby league in general seem to have almost like a 
a gap between us and media, right? Because mm-hmm. they assume that everyone in media is going to talk negatively about the game and stuff like that. How do you do? You find it difficult separating yourself as a family member of a player and that media role that they expect you to be. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, it's so hard. It, and this week in particular, um, my brother's off contract and a bit of talk about what he's going to do, and um, and a lot of people had asked me, and I just think, oh, it's so hard because I know it's tough for him. It's 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 stressful when you're mm. off contract. Um, and people saying, oh, can he do an interview? But I know he doesn't want to. So yeah. I get that it's newsworthy, but I also know that. Um, the stress it might cause. So I say, oh, no, he he doesn't want to, blah, 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 all of that sort of thing. But even when it comes to scandals, so obviously sexy news sells. And mm. if it's um, there's a scandal and, you know, it's it's a minor one and um, it uh, whatever organisation you're working for, if they want to beat it up. But I kind of might think from my perspective, I think, well, I know some of these players, I know they're good people, they – I might have crossed paths with them through yeah. my brother at some stage. And sure. I think, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but the crossing a line between do I try and just tell it, look, this is what it is. It's not that big of a deal. Whereas perhaps your organization wants to go big on it, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and ramp it up. So mm. it's tough. So Emma, what's Chris doing with his contract? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knows. I don't know either. Well, we wish him the best. Now we're back with Triple M's Weekend Legends. The Legends. Conditions apply. See in store for details. This show may have a laxative effect. With Chris and Rose and Emma Lawrence stuck around so kindly of you to join us. But let's go around the grounds of Paddy's Markets and look at one game in particular. It's the game we're all talking about. Yep. Sunday, Tigers v Sharks. Absolutely, Lachlan. There's a bunch of other games on, but I Who certainly cares? don't care. Right? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> 2 p.m. tomorrow, 8th one of the world, West Tigers versus the Cronulla Sharks, Leichhardt Oval. Now, the Tigers are 0-3 and three in top eight deciders. Mm-hmm. The last time this happened, they were playing Canberra in 2016. Oh, don't talk about it. <laughs> very, very painful. Mm. Now, can I run a quick conspiracy theory past you guys? Could Absolutely. this happen? Here we go. Here's the first problem. Oh, are you going to say the draw and knock out the Broncos? Oh, this got yes. me. Yes, so I thought if, about this. If my doggies beat the Broncos, they can just have a gentlemanly handshake and play out a draw and you both make it, right? Have a cup of tea, right? So the conspiracy <laughs> theory is more complicated than that. I mean, it is almost inconceivable that the Bulldogs will win. I oh, never believe that. come on! But at the end of Golden Point, it's a draw, and the NRL has rung both teams beforehand and said, that was not legitimate. You've both lost competition points, and then Penrith and Newcastle decide who makes the eight. How about that? Wow. Oh, my goodness. So they'd get in trouble for actually playing out a draw? For rigging the result. Yeah. Uh, It'll never happen. If it was obvious. It it won't happen. Well, I never say never. (laughs) But, yeah, I can't wait. I feel like both teams are going to walk in there wanting to absolutely make a statement. Absolutely. And, I mean, uh, Gal's last game as well. Mm. Uh, Woodsy back at Leichhardt for the first time since he left as well. Which is huge. And he's wearing his 2040 Leichhardt underwear. Yes. And he still has the tattoo on. He does. Is that a conflict of interest? (laughs) Absolutely not. I actually spoke to him uh, during the weekend. We'll have a story on uh, 10 this afternoon. He, He said he still loves the club. Even wouldn't rule out returning there one day like Benji and wow. Robbie have said it's he can't wait to take little Buster out there. <laughs> he's yeah, he's I mean, he was sad obviously the way it ended, but he he clearly still loves the club. Have him back in a heartbeat. Mm. Now, Chris, can your Tigers beat the Sharks here and make the eight? Yes, they can. Uh, uh the big question, of course, is will Robbie Farah play? Yeah. I mean, if it's his last stand, it can only be on one leg at best. What do you think? Uh look, I I hope he plays. I hope he does it, but it's it's down to Gal or Robbie, really, who gets it done. What do you reckon? Obviously, yep. obviously, Robbie and the Tigers. Yeah, let's yep. go, Tigers. And finally, two beer limit. It'll be great long queues. It'll be perfect <laughs> rugby league experience out there at Leichhardt. Emma, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Emma. Sit back, relax. 
and let these guys do the thinking. Well, at least talking. Triple M's Weekend Legends. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M, and it's time to do this. Wait, what? What did I miss? A couple of shout-outs quickly, Lachlan, to Ian Schubert, the Roosters, great, recovering from a nasty motorcycle accident. Yeah. And to the Newtown Jets in a sudden death game in the Canterbury Cup in the semifinals against the Mounties out at Campbelltown this afternoon. Mm. Now, last night in the AFL, Collingwood defeated Geelong by 10 points. Still side-bottom played for Collingwood. Yep. Kicked a goal. He's recovering from a nasty testicular injury, Rose. Oh, we all. Pity he wasn't called still front-bottom. <laughs> That's terrible. Chris, you might have missed this. Uh, police made a lucky drug bust this week after a marijuana farm was spotted by cameras and picked up by eagle-eyed fans during the Vuelta El España bike race. <laughs> That's the one that had the leaky pool where they went for a stack yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the helicopters, you'll see a chalet to your left, and oh boy, what's that? Very, very dangerous. <laughs> now, in the NRL, South winger and fullback at time to time, Alex Johnson has announced that he's written a screenplay. Oh, yeah. It's a comedy. Okay. He wants Russell Crowe and George Burgess to star in it. Oh, yeah. Those two guys are hilarious. It's going to be box office sensation. <laughs> he was asked why comedy. He goes, oh, I feel like I'm a funny bloke. <laughs> That's what you want to hear from a comedian. Hey, Chris, do you remember Paul? That that was the psychic octopus who predicted games in the uh, FIFA World Cup in 2010. I miss Paul. Uh, yeah, Paul Paul was a, an icon of the sport. Paul was delicious, well, <laughs> but he, I don't miss him. He was yummy. Well, say hello to our new uh, uh, oracle, Owen. He's a cute little axolotl who's going to um, try and pick games for the Rugby World Cup coming up. So there you go. If, you, if you're struggling to figure out who's going to win a game, give it up to, for Axolotl. <laughs> Guys, I'll throw one in quickly. Yep. This, this week we found out Trent Hodgkinson's retiring. Okay. May, may have not played for your club, but he will forever be immortalised with this moment. Sarah, dummies, double pumps. Hodgkinson, Hodgkinson is over. Hodgkinson comes around. He puts the ball down. This just makes me so happy. He was also a former bulldog, a lover of the blue and the white. Yes. Love Hodco. He's a good guy. So everyone enjoy their sport, be it NRL, the cricket, or your own kids running around the park. Let's go Australia in the basketball. Can I simply say, come on, Tigers. Oh, the Tigers. And the Ashes. Don't forget that. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back next week. This is The Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. You can do everything from home. Listen to The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast and get drinks for the big game. Order now and have them at your door before the final siren. Dan Murphy's delivery in two hours.